history to pop culture to true crime and the paranormal welcome to the ha tv podcast where the vibes change every week and so do the topics i'm wes i'm amanda and we have one thing to ask you how are the vibes start us on this scary story journey <laughs> how's the voice i this, don't know this um this journey is giving nostalgia and spookiness because we're reading stories from scary stories to tell in the dark and i remember every time mimi took us to the library it was the first book i would look for every single time because it was one of my favorite books Yee-ha. so how are your vibes? My, I said that. My vibes are nostalgic and spooky. Oh, I guess you did say that. <laughs> well, you also didn't immediately ask me how my vibes are. Oh, so. my God. How are your vibes? Spooky. I hate that. I really did. Are you doing anything today, Miss Mandy? <laughs> Um, for Halloween, I am throwing a party for my students. I wanted to dress up for Halloween at work, but I don't know where my wolf ears are. <laughs> no. <laughs> I have my tail right no. here. You see my tail? <laughs> like a Stop. Yeah, I have my I... tail, but I don't, I don't have my wolf ears. So Wait, so you're going to be a wolf? <laughs> Stop. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to go as a lesbian. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I wear flannel every day, so it's not going to be a change. Um, I'm going to be a cat. Oh and I act- I got this sweatshirt that is green, and it has six uh, ghost cats on it, and I have cat ears. Love. Um, Love. I might just take Brian's uh, bunny ears. I'll, I'll what will bunny. Brian wear? I don't care. Oh. I work the whole time. I have to be there from uh, for seven and a half hours. I wear the bunny ears in this. <laughs> this I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where you're going. With that. I don't know where I'm going with this either. Um, but I want the bunny ears, so I'll wear the bunny ears. So basically, for these stories, we didn't want to take ones that were already made in the movie because I do know that the movie came out in 2019. So we try to pick others, and basically, we're going to read four stories that are the stories not from the movie, but are the other ones in the book. Okay. So if you want to start it out, wait. Let's crack into it. I wanted to die. (laughs) Okay, so my first story... You didn't ask me what I'm drinking. What, what are you drinking? I'm drinking Blackberry Flight. I'm drinking Blackberry Flight. I'm drinking a Diet Coke. So, yeehaw. Oh, yeehaw, yeah. Um, I wanted to sing you a song. Okay. Sing it, bestie. Okay. (laughs) 
Well, wait, I'm gonna sing it like spoken word poetry, okay? Okay. There's a T-Rex in my neighborhood. There's a T-Rex doing what he should. Yeah, the T-Rex eating this is thing. That song would get me. <laughs> that song would get me so hyped for Halloween every year. There's a T Rex. <laughs> People are gonna listen to this and never sing that in school, and we're gonna look fucking stupid. Y'all didn't grow up in Brownwood, Texas. We had all the elite music there. <laughs> No. They say Brownwood, Texas, the EDM capital of the world. <laughs> it's the EDM capital of the world to the third graders. There's a T-Rex. <laughs> I don't know anything about EDM. There was like also uh, the Groundhog song. Oh. If the Groundhog sees his shadow. I think we might have. And then there was. <laughs> yeah. If the groundhog sees the shadow, we'll have six more weeks of cold fur. <laughs> it's so stupid. Another Halloween one. Oh, it was like a scaring alive one. Oh, what is it? Oh. Ah, ah, ah. Scaring alive. Scaring alive. <laughs> I don't even remember the rest of the I don't either. When I was in elementary school, I was like, <laughs> I I howled before the song came on, and this girl was like, "That part's not on yet," and I was like, "I'm practicing." <laughs> like a wolf Shut up. And I was like, I was convinced that I was a werewolf when I was a kid, and now I'm an. Is owl. that why <laughs> you're going to work as a werewolf today, what? whatever day? Oh. <laughs> I'm so confused. Wes is like, yeah, I'm going to work tomorrow as a werewolf because it's Halloween. I definitely don't show up to work like this every day. Wait, you don't tell in wolf ears every day? Could you imagine? Sorry, that would guys. crack me I up. I just had to sharpen my canines. Stop. I hated that. I really did. I hated that too. Um, do you have anything to say, Amanda? I think I think we hit all the topics of spooky childhood vibes. Well, our house was haunted that we grew up in. I'm just putting that out there. Talking about spooky childhood Did we vibes. Talk about that in our ghost episode. Did we? Brownwood home? I don't think we did. Like you would see shadows there and there's that one time mom and dad woke us up at three AM because they thought that one of us was trying to prank them. Because they said someone had turned the hall light on. And Cody was whining to go outside. And my dad, I guess our dad, Jesus, was going to get up. <laughs> was going to get up to let Cody out. And, like, the hall light had turned on. And someone said, oh, Cody, it'll be all right. And they were like, who the fuck was that? They woke all of us up at 3 a.m. on a school night. So I feel like they weren't messing with us because it was on a school night. And watch, this is going to go out. And they were like, bitch, that was a fucking joke. Oh, Shut up. I can see you being a joke. Mom and dad are pranksters. Um, remember when they stopped us on the railroad? 
Yeah, on Halloween? Like, this is the railroad where a man got hit by a train. I'm like, Mom, I'm 10. Like, why are we doing this? <laughs> no, they, we were sitting in the backseat with some CeCe's pizza. No, Little Caesar's pizza. I was like, Cammy, take me home. I want to devour this. Like, like stuck on the railroad tracks where there's like a guy that got hit by a train and you're saying we're gonna get hit by the train next i'm like okay Cam. <laughs> that shit cracks me up that's fucking funny or when mom was like we stole this car and you literally try to jump out of it look i have these keys i wonder if they work in this car and I was like, LOL, that'd be funny. <laughs> Don't. And then she went up to the car and, like, unlocked it. And I was like, Mom, no. And then she was like, wait, let's see if it, like, turns the car on. And I was like, Mom, we're not doing this. I can't, I can't go to jail. I'm too young. <laughs> How old were you? I don't know. I, I just automatically say I'm, like, 10, but I, I probably wasn't. And then she was like, no, we're just going to go for a little joy ride. And I don't know why you and Joseph weren't, like, fucked up from that moment. I was. I was fucked up. That really traumatized me. I think it was... Therapy next week. I don't think it was the joke that traumatized you. I think it was you trying to jump out of a moving car. I didn't jump out, though. The door you almost did. Okay, almost versus did. I didn't do it. I almost did. I remember you freaking the fuck out. Joe and her chill as fuck. And you're like, no! Let me out! I can't go to prison! Why weren't you, why weren't you like, scared or traumatized? Or were you just like, I was oh, like, like, I'm a kid. Like, I don't care if I get hurt. I'm like, you're still in a car, you're still in a car, I'm a real one. You gotta tell me twice. I would, no, Taylor said getaway car, and I'm like, nope, not me, I'm not in that getaway car. Well, uh, well I guess you just don't get the concept of be gray, do crime. Be gray? <laughs> be <laughs> to be fair, my students gave me five mental breakdowns today, and I had to take a anti-anxiety because they were... Off the hook, high on candy, high on life, high on the spirit of Halloween, and bestie, I get it firsthand too. But it was a bad day. What'd you say? Like, bad <laughs> day. <laughs> it was so bad. It was. That's how traumatized I was. Okay, you can continue now. <laughs> My story is called. Old woman, all skin and bone. This is the story. There was an old woman, all skin and bone. <laughs> Your face is making me laugh. Oh, am I that? Turn off my camera. <clears throat> Take three. Old woman, all skin and bone. There was an old woman, all skin and bone. Who lived near the graveyard all alone. She thought she'd go to church one day to hear the parson preach and pray. And when she came to the church house style, 
She thought she'd stop and rest a while. She came up to the door. She thought she'd stop and rest some more. From its nose down to its chin, the worms crawled out and the worms crawled in. (laughs) The woman... (laughs) I was trying to keep it together. The woman to the preacher said, Shall I look like that when I am dead? The preacher to the woman said, You shall look like that when you are dead. Ah! The funniest thing about that is... What? It's a song. Oh. Down a little bit. (laughs) So when you're going, oh, it actually goes, oh, or something Hey, hey, I retired from band when I graduated. There once was a woman all, oh wait, there once was, there was an old woman all skin and bone who lived near a graveyard all alone. Okay, I think mine was spookier, so. Anyways. What is your story, Wes? I... My first time reading it, I, the picture is just scary. That's why I want to read it. Okay? I'm a terrible um, reader. One time, a preacher went to see if he could put a haunt to rest at a house in his settlement. The house had been haunted for about 10 years. Several people had tried to stay there all night. But they always would get scared out by the haunt. So this preacher took his Bible and went to the house, went on in, built himself a good fire and lit a lamp, sat there reading the Bible. Then, just before midnight, he heard something start up the cellar. Walking back and forth, back and forth, then it sounded like somebody was trying to scream and got choked off. Then there was a lot of thrashing around and struggling, and finally, everything got quiet. The old preacher took up his Bible again, but before he could start reading, he heard footsteps coming up the cellar stairs. He sat watching the door to the cellar, and the footsteps kept coming closer and closer. He saw the doorknob turn, And when the door began to open, <laughs> started to do sound effects. He jumped and hollered, "What do you want?" The door shut back easy like, and there wasn't a sound. The preacher was trembling a little, but he finally opened the Bible and read a while. Then he got up and he laid the book on the chair and went to mending the fire. Then the haunt started walking again, and step, 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 up the cellar stairs. The old preacher sat, watching the door, saw the doorknob turn, and the door open. It looked like a young woman. He backed up and said, 
Who are you? What do you want? The haunt sort of swayed like she didn't know what to do. And then she just faded out. The old preacher waited, waited. And when he didn't hear any more noises, he went over and shut the door. He was sweating and trembling all over. But he was a brave man, and he thought he'd be able to see it through. So he turned his chair to where he could watch, and he sat down and waited. It wasn't long before he heard the haunt start up again, slowly. Step, 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 closer and closer, step, step, and it was right at the door. The preacher stood up and held out his Bible out in front of him. Then the knob slowly turned and the door opened wide. This time the preacher spoke quiet-like. He said, In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, who are you and what do you want? The haunt came right across the room, straight to him, and took hold of his coat. It was a young woman, about twenty years old. Her hair was torn and tangled, and flesh was dropping off her face so he could see the bones and part of her teeth. She had no eyeballs, but there was a sort of blue light way back in her eye sockets, and she had no nose to her face. Then she started talking. It sounded like her voice was coming and going with the wind blowing it. She told how her lover had killed her for her money and buried her in the cellar. She said if the preacher would dig up her bones and bury her properly, she could rest. Then she told him to take the end joint of the little finger from her left hand and to lay it in the collection plate at the next church meeting, and he'd find out who had murdered her. And she said, If you come back here once more after that, you'll hear my voice at midnight, and I'll tell you where my money is hidden and you can give it to the church. The haunt sobbed like she was tied, and she sunk down toward the floor and was gone. The preacher found her bones and buried them in the graveyard. The next Sunday, the preacher put the finger bone in the collection plate, and when a certain man happened to touch it, it stuck to his hand. The man jumped up and rubbed and scraped and tore at the bone, trying to get it off, then he went to screaming like he was going crazy. Well, he confessed to the murder, and they took him on to jail. After the man was hung, the preacher went back to the house one midnight, and the haunt's voice told him to dig under the hearthrock. He did, and he found a big sack of money, and where the haunt had held onto his coat, a print of those bony fingers was burned right into the cloth. It never did come out. The end. Spooky. That was a long story. Yeah, that was. But the picture is really creepy. It scares me so much. Okay, my next story is called Cold as Clay. A farmer had a daughter for whom he cared more than anything on earth. 
she fell in love with a farmhand named Jim, and the farmer did not think Jim was good enough for his daughter <laughs> to keep them apart. He sent her to live with her uncle on the other side of the country. Soon after she left, Jim got sick, and he wasted away and died. Everyone said he had died of a broken heart. The farmer felt so guilty about Jim's death, he could not tell his daughter what had happened. She continued to think about Jim and the life they may have together. One night, many weeks later, there was a knock on her uncle's door. When the girl opened the door, Jim was there. Your father asked me to get you, he said. I came on his best horse. She packed a few things and they left. She rode behind him, clinging to his waist. Soon he complained of a headache. It aches something terrible, he said. She put her hand on his forehead. Why are you cold as clay, she said. I hope you're not ill, and she wrapped her handkerchief around his head. They traveled so swiftly that in a few hours they reached the farm. The girl quickly dismounted and knocked on the door. Her father was startled to see her. Didn't you send for me? she asked. No, I didn't, he said. She turned to Jim, but he was gone, and so was the horse. They went to the stable to look for them. The horse was there. It was covered with sweat and trembling with fear, but there was no sign of Jim. Terrified, her father told her the truth about Jim's death. Then quickly, he went to see Jim's parents. They decided to open his grave. The corpse was in its coffin, but around his head, they found the girl's handkerchief. Oh my God. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my God. So scary. <laughs> I remember that one, when I read that as a kid, I was like, my life has changed. Not the handkerchief. Like, I distinctly remember that. It, that one really did freak me out. And the one you read, too, also freaks me out when I was a kid. What's your next story, Wes? It's called The Girl Who Stood on a Grave. <clears throat> Some boys and girls were at a party one night. There was a graveyard down the street, and they were talking about how scary it was. Don't ever stand on a grave after dark, one of the boys said. The person inside will grab you, and he'll pull you under. That's not true, one of the girls said. It's just a superstition. I'll give you a dollar if you stand on a grave, said the boy. A grave doesn't scare me, said the girl. I'll do it right now. The boy handed her his knife. Stick this knife in one of the graves, he said. Then we'll know you were there. The graveyard was filled with shadows and was as quiet as death. There was nothing to be scared of, the girl told herself, but she was scared anyway. She picked out a grave and stood on it. Then quickly she bent over and plunged the knife into the soil and she started to leave, but she couldn't get away. 
something was holding her back. She tried a second time to leave, but she couldn't move. She was filled with terror. Something has got me, she screamed and fell to the ground. When she didn't come back, the others went to look for her. They found her body sprawled across the grave. Without realizing it, she had plunged the knife through her skirt and had pinned it to the ground. It was only the knife that held her. She had died of fright. That's so stupid. <laughs> that I thought that they were about to say she cut herself, and I was like, ugh. I thought she was like, no, stab it in the grave. You know what I mean? Yeah, like she accidentally would stab herself. Yeah, that's what I was saying. She stabbed her dress into the ground. And then died of fright. I was like, spooky. <laughs> then it got to that point, and I was like... No, I I feel like that story always made me feel cheated when I would read it. Yeah, I feel cheated too. I did eat a charcuterie board. Oh. Um. Yeah. I we we bought one or I bought one. I bought one um the other day for uh scary spooky scary skeletons some shiver down my spine uh for like you bought one. You bought what? What was spooky about it? Nothing. It's just <laughs> okay. There's nothing scary about it. Well, okay. I did put like little um, you know those things that mom likes the little like crunchy pumpkin. What are these called? Crackers. Are they crackers? I don't know. Granola. Granola. I think it's granola. It's like a rectangle, and you put to it. I put. <laughs> Bit of pumpkin spice in my um, in my charcuterie board. Um, so yeah. Plus I had a blackberry white claw. That's extra spooky. Yes. I had a a photo shoot at like six thirty a.m. on Sunday, dressed as a pumpkin and as a ghost and as a pumpkin ghost. It was fun. Just look like. <laughs> no, I don't. There's, there's, there's this one picture, and we'll post it on the Instagram. But I just look like a little guy. I really do. I'm just a little guy. And now, when every time I look at it, I just start cracking the fuck up. I'm like, that is so funny. Y'all didn't even like, what cut holes into the. <laughs> Someone just threw this on me. That's what you look like. Like, oh man, oh man, I was the of a prank. No, <laughs> I, I meant okay. Because here's the thing: we were switching out the sheets, and we're different heights, so that's why we didn't put holes in it. And <laughs> we're gonna draw holes onto the ghosts with my apple pen. Get out of here! Get out of here with that! Oh, I wanted to talk about um. Just because this really, uh, really touches my little heart. <laughs> oh. Um, tattoos. Do you have any scary tattoos, Amanda? I mean, I have a Friday the Thirteenth tattoo, but it's a rose. So. Oh. Um, I have birds on my arm. I have a geometric heart on my sternum. Heart, a flower. It's a geometric flower. <laughs> 
<laughs> you were on the team at Jakarta. I was like, I'm having a stroke. It's okay. It's a geometric flower on my sternum, and that's the only three tattoos I got, bestie. Damn, I know how many I have. Do you actually know how many I have? You probably have a million just because you go and get the cheapest ones. <laughs> Ooh, I don't like your attitude, first of all. <laughs> Fuck you. You're like, $20 tattoo? Bitch, I'm there. Okay, I don't think I've had any that are $20. 40 yes. 40 yes. Okay, my... My cheapest tattoo was $20. <laughs> okay, fuck off. It was my rose. <laughs> Guess how many tattoos I have? Um, 12. No, too many. The, you have more or less than 12. I, two, two, 12 is too many. <laughs> I said that. Okay, 8. Two less. Come on, Amanda. 10. Yeah, I don't know why I had to do that. Um, <laughs> I have two on my right leg. I have one on my left leg and seven on my left arm. Wow. Well, I have stitches on my leg right now, so who is cool. more spooky? I had stitches on the bottom of my foot once, so... According... Girl doesn't, you do genius. Oh my god, you're attacking me. But according to my dermatologist, though, apparently your calf is a really hard place to have stitches because okay. you're... Listen, your skin doesn't stretch there, bitch. And it is actually extremely painful. It's not a good time. She's like, it won't be 10 out of 10 pain. Okay, it's 9 out of 10, bitch. And guess why she told me? Advil. Maybe a cold pack. And I'm like, if I was a man, you'd probably at least give me a stronger pain med, like an extra strong ibuprofen. Amanda, I went to the fucking hospital for a chest pain, and they're like, you want some Aleve? <laughs> I'm like... Well... They were like, for you, it's a, it's a pulled muscle. For me, they try to involuntarily hold me, and you had to literally go pick me up. And they're like, it's just a really bad panic attack. And then my EKG has always been abnormal. Am I going to die? Yes. Mine are perfect. Not to, like, humble brag, but my EKG. I've had three EKGs, and they're slightly abnormal. And I'm like, is this okay? They're like, yeah. No, they are. They're like, I think you have bigger fridge to fry. Like, you can't walk. And I'm like, okay, can we test for that? And they're like, nah. It was oh. probably just, um, actually, I don't know what they even thought it was. Whoa. Stress. I think they tried to say me losing the ability to walk was anxiety when my MRI was showing I had transverse myelitis. And I have a theory that they undiagnosed me with transverse myelitis so I wouldn't have a lawsuit because I think all the doctors up here are connected. That's my little tinfoil hat conspiracy theory of the day that I genuinely think is true. Oh my god. Tell us you're welcome. About how you're being attacked by the government. Well, I don't have bodily autonomy so <laughs> that's a big attack. Hmm. Sounds like you're whining, liberal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Okay, fuck my fucking life. And what about your damn tattoos, don't bitch? Worry. Okay, I'll edit. What did you want to say? Nothing. No I'm going into it. No I don't know. Yeah. What is it, your body I, autonomy? Oh. I just said I don't have rights. That sucks. Oh damn, that does suck. Anyways, let's talk about me now. Okay, slay. 
Okay, anyways, um, I have quite a few tattoos. They're not like superly duperly big. Um, I do have uh, two on my leg, and uh, those two are both ooky spooky kabuki tattoos. Uh, one of them is a little ghost with a little hiking bag and a camera. He's so cute. He's just like me. And then I have a little cat who's like, you know, he's holding a little sassy. Yeah, he's sassy and uh, has a little uh, witch hat and has a stick with a pumpkin attached to it. So cute. And then I have um, this cat with a little upside down moon on my arm, forearm. This is everyone's favorite tattoo. And it's giving Sailor Moon vibes. Then I, I have a bat on my arm. This one wasn't during Halloween, but it's still kind of spooky. Um, I did that for a pro-abortion fundraiser. That's right. I'm one of the girls. And then... <laughs> Stop. I, was, I hated that. And then I have, I have a little mace and chain. Um, he's cute. And then I have um, the little picture from... Um, what's it called? Beetlejuice. Um, cute. And then the other tattoos are in Halloween. But I'll tell you about them also. I have a little dog that has uh, mountains in it. Shout out to Jacqueline because we have matching tattoos, lol. Um, I have a trumpet because I played trumpet. And then I have- Wait, wait, tell the story about the trumpet tattoo. That one's so funny. What, what's funny about it? I played trumpet. That's- No. <laughs> when, <laughs> when, when we went to go get it last minute because we you went back to our apartment that was hella haunted and all summer I had a mental bit, like breakdown. And I literally moved home early for a month, and then at the end of that month, you came back home. And we showed up, and we're like, damn, it's haunted. We want to go get tattoos, and that's when I got my sternum tattoo. Is that when we spent the night? We went to a hotel. Like, we all pitched into a hotel together because it was, like, so scary. And then... For people to understand how scary the apartment felt, I tell them, you know how Wesley is so extra stingy? Wesley was down to get a hotel. (laughs) What does that even mean? Uh... You don't want to spend money ever, bitch. Well, now I will. Look at my credit card. Yeah, now. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have credit cards back in the day. Back in my day. We just, we had sleep for dinner. Um, anyways. <laughs> uh... The fact that that's actually not untrue, though. Like, for yeah, college. Peanut butter and syrup sandwiches. If we were splurging, we'd we'd have like the fucking the toast with um, like butter and sugar on it, and then you could like toast that. And then if you want to be really fancy, then you could put cinnamon on top. Cinnamon toast. We thought we there's times I go back to my text messages from college. I'm like, guess what we're getting for dinner tonight? And you're like Taco Bell, and I'm like, no, a water fast. Yeah, you were like, water fast this week, and I'm like, Manda, please let me eat. I need food. <laughs> it was so funny. It was so stupid. It wasn't, like, that severe, but it was pretty funny. Yeah, but you also just, like, went on random, like, diets. You were like, I think I'm doing a water fast. I think I'm going to be, like, raw vegan. I'm going to eat only bananas this week. And I'm like, okay. Okay, first what of all, I have severe GI issues probably because I have Crohn's disease and I'm getting tested for Crohn's literally soon 
But also, don't judge me if I have Crohn's because now I'm stressed about it because there's a damn commercial that plays on TV and it's like, do you have Crohn's disease? Try this medication. One of those commercials and it's a woman doing her day-to-day -day life with a toilet following her around. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> and I'm like, that's not the problems I have. I think the test to see if you have Crohn's is to look to your left and to your right. Is there a toilet? <laughs> <laughs> There's like, it's that giant toilet that my students keep singing about the scooby I don't even know. It's like scooby I don't know. They just be doing that in class. No, but um, it's because I get very nauseous when I eat. Do you remember? There's a whole week I couldn't eat food, and I was like, do I need to go to the emergency room? I couldn't eat a single thing. It was so bad. I wanted to end my life. And then I had that for, like, literally a year and a half. I couldn't eat anything. But lately, I've been vibing. And I haven't had to take any of my meds except for my proton pump inhibitor because I tried to stop taking it. And then I have acid acid um, scars on my throat from acid reflux. Wait, is that what the PPI is? Yeah, it helps with acid reflux. Basically, when I had my endoscopy, thank you for asking, <laughs> um, they said my esophagus was extremely inflamed, but my stomach seemed fine, and they don't know why, so they're like, do you have acid reflux? I said, no, I don't really think I do. And then I started taking the PPI, and then I was like, oh, maybe I do. It's just symptoms I had forever. I didn't know that was abnormal. Because usually when people are talking about acid reflux, they're like, my chest my chest is burning, and I'm like, that's not the vibes I get, but I would get chronic sore throats because of acid burn, basically, my stomach. Acid burn. So yeah, that's the tea. Yeah, I, um, before I had my ear surgery, I would get, like, sore throats all the time, and I could never tell if I was sick or not. It's because my ear would, like, drain into my throat. Ew. It's gross. Your ear is so fucked up, dude. My ear is fucked up, but at least, at least my face isn't fucked up. Oh. 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 Yay. Damn. Butterface. Butter. Damn. Ew, I hated that. Okay, well, I hope you liked listening to this. You can find our podcast, <laughs> podcast on Instagram and on TikTok at How Are The Vibes Podcast. No, at How Are The Vibes No Podcast. At How Are The Vibes. At How Are The Vibes. Um, and next week, we'll ask you the same question <laughs> we ask every fucking week. <laughs> I think I'm having a mental breakdown. Give us five stars. Ooh, ooh. That's my thing. Give us five stars. Ooh, ooh. And we'll see you next week where we ask, How Are The Vibes. Yeah, you didn't have a singing career for a reason. Oh, DSM. <laughs> That's why you were the fucking bookkeeper, bitch. <laughs>